0: Well, Kyle Rip here with our Indy Star uh, High School Sports podcast, and we got a special guest on today, uh, doing a little bit uh, a little bit different. We talk a lot of basketball, talk a lot of football and get into the weeds with those sports, uh, you know, a lot of times. We want to do a QA and a today a little bit uh, deeper with David Bell, uh, Warren Central uh, football, basketball standout. And, uh, David, appreciate you coming on. Nice for having me on. You bet. And uh, let's just kind of dive into it. I mean, you, you, you've been around seems like forever now here at Warren Central, uh, you know, because you've been playing, you played football as a freshman. Uh, you are obviously on that state championship basketball team last year, uh, having another great uh, season here at Warren. Central as a senior, uh, but but you know, let's kind of dive right into to your um, your experience here at Warren Central, and and you know, going back to your freshman year, I know you were a name that people maybe knew about a little bit. You know, once the football season started, people really did uh, kind of know about you uh, right off the bat. But going from eighth grade to freshman year uh, at Warren Central, did you expect to come in and, and be an impact player uh, as a receiver as a freshman?
1: Uh, No, I really didn't think I'd be an impact player on a varsity level. At first, they had me a quarterback on the freshman team uh, until Jaden George came in from Carmel, and then that's when I started to play receiver. And then uh, just a few practices, I did pretty well. I made a few plays, and eventually they brought me up full-time to play play and practice varsity. But in eighth grade, I used to do, like, roster checks Uh to see uh, how many seniors, juniors, and sophomores were on the roster at the time in my position. So, like... Uh, personally, I didn't think I was going to play until I was a junior, sophomore, or junior, but you know, give all honor to God, uh, he gave me the opportunity to come play the first.
0: one When you got here, when did you kind of see, like, all right, you know, maybe there is a, a chance for me, maybe there is a path to where I could play varsity? Was it pretty early on in practice, or, or you know, when did you kind of see the, the possibilities of that?
1: Yeah, I think of my first practice over here, uh, I actually caught a one-handed pass on one of, the, one of our best defensive backs, and then You know, of course, the upperclassmen, they really didn't want a freshman over here because he was still at rest. but they embraced me and then
0: they just took me in as a little brother and uh, still to this day, I have a great great relationship with all those guys. Going back, you know, a little bit further even, you know, what what sports did you play growing up? I mean, was football and basketball kind of always top of the the line for you or, you know, running around, did you kind of play a little bit of everything?
1: No, nah, I just did basketball, and football. I started basketball when I was at three out on the west side at Watkins Community Center, and then first grade I played football here at one Central Little League, and then seventh and eighth grade I did track and I did high jump in the
0: four by one. Okay, and you were going where? Where to middle school? Creston middle school. Creston, I know, and I know you get back to Creston mm-hmm. a lot and, and talk to those guys over there. You know, what was your experience like over there? And are a lot of those guys that you played with there? You know, guys that you went on to play with at Warren.
1: Uh, It was amazing, you know, it was pretty fun since we was winning 7th grade one undefeated in football and then in basketball 7th grade one lost two games Uh, We went to the Marion County Championship and lost to Lincoln with Brandon Vernon, A.J. White and all those guys but it was just a fun time there, Uh, had a lot of cool teachers and then I like to go back to the middle school because uh, we have a lot of good stars over there and I just want to give them a perspective of how Warren Central is going to be and also help them to have any questions
0: well, when you look back to your childhood, what 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 kind of sparked your interest in, in in sports? Was it was it somebody, you know, watching guys on TV? Was it somebody in your own family? You know, what kind of got your 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 passion uh, for sports started?
1: I mean, yeah, my family we have a long tradition of playing uh, football here at Wayne Central. Uh, one of my cousins, with well, two of my cousins, Brandon Ballinger played on the O three O four team, I think, and then Justin Outterberg played on the I believe the 2013 team, he played with a linebacker. So just watching those guys and uh, just looking up to them, I wanted to be a part of that too. But but the thing that actually got me to start playing football, off was watching the Colts versus Patriots game. I forgot what year it was, but uh, Adrian James, I think, fumbled the football, and then Jeff Saturday picked it up and scored a touchdown. And then I just asked my mom uh, what actually happened, and she had no clue. And then I was like, I want to play football. And then... At first, she really didn't want to do it because she knew all the injuries and stuff about that, but she ended up putting me in uh, first grade, and
0: I was one of the top players in the league. So first grade, what are you playing? What's your position? Were you playing receiver back then?
1: I played uh, running back. Well, we ran a wing T, so we had the wing. I was the fullback, and I played defenseman.
0: Okay. Yeah, you, you became known as a receiver, obviously, and that's what you'll go on, and we'll talk about Purdue a little bit. But, you know, what, when did you kind of – Get into that role, and, and when did it become? Because I always thought, even watching you as a freshman, it was like yeah, this kid's made to, to be a receiver. He, the hand-eye coordination, the, the the route running. I mean, when did that become kind of your your position?
1: Uh, really, freshman year when they switched the old offense from the wing T to uh, spread. Because growing up from first grade up until freshman year, we always in the wing T, the same old stuff. Uh, and I always played middle linebacker and then uh, the fullback position, but. Eighth grade, we was losing to Center Grove uh, at Creston, maybe like 21-7. to 7, And then my coach just put me at receiver. I made a few big catches. And, you know, I always knew that I couldn't play running back in high school because I was too tall and too skinny. So either it was going to be DV or a receiver. And then when I started making those catches uh, against Center Grove, I kind of figured that receiver was my thing. And then uh, when Coach West pulled me into the office, he asked what position I wanted to play. And then uh, – at first I said DB, but he was like, uh, we're a little short-handed at receiver, so we're just going to put you there. And then I guess it just come natural to
0: me. Mm-hmm. What, what is it about – what What do you like about that position or what What maybe feels natural to you playing there? I mean, I think just
1: the route running because uh, when you play in the street, you, you play two-hand touch and you just got to use juke moves to uh, – to avoid getting touched and stuff. So I just use that from growing up playing the stream with my friends and I bring it on to the football field just the way that I move and the
0: way that catch and stuff also. Now when did the the kind of the high level of division one interest start coming for you? Was it was it that was it that as early as your freshman year or did it come a little bit later uh, into your sophomore season?
1: Uh, freshman year I got my first offer the day we played North Central in basketball, uh, Indiana came to offer me. They brought me down to the weight room, and I talked to him. That was my first time I talked to a college coach, period. Uh, and then he said, I'll keep in contact with you. But then I guess Coach West told him uh, I was going to be a big-time recruit, so it will be pretty cool that the in-state school offered me first. And then he came back up to my classroom, and then they offered me. And then my next offer was Bowling Green. Okay.
0: And then, uh, you know, you you ended up at Purdue, but you had all these other, you know, eventually Ohio State, Penn State. You know, I know some of the SEC schools uh, tried to get in on you there a little bit later in the process. But, you know, going through, at what point did you feel like, all right, you know, Jeff Brom, his system there at Purdue – I really like this. This is maybe the the place for me. I know you didn't make that decision until January, but but at some point it had to, um, you know, it had to click for you that that was that was probably going to be a good good spot for you. When was that? When did you feel that? I think it was the first
1: game of the season when they played Northwestern. Uh, just going back to when Rondell committed, everyone was like, "Why? Why'd you go there? Uh, you had Alabama, all those type of schools, but you know, he chose Purdue, and then just to see how they used him and how he broke record his first uh, collegiate game, it was pretty special. And I just thought that I could fit in the offense pretty good. I
0: remember talking to Jason West during the – probably early in your senior year, uh, senior football season, we were talking about, you know, some of the options you had at that point. And it sounded like at that point you were going to wait and see kind of what the coaching situations was by the end of the season. Yeah. You know, what, what was the conversation? Did Jeff Brom tell you anything? Did, did you know anything about him, you know, maybe looking at Louisville or, or – you know, did, did you get any confirmation from him that he was going to stay at Purdue?
1: Uh, no, I had no clue. I mean, that whole week, uh, he didn't contact me up until that Monday. After he said he'll stay at Purdue, he sent me a text, and he just said, "Uh, I'm graduating on board, uh, let's get to work. But, uh, I mean, I talked to George office. He didn't think he was going to leave, and also I talked to Coach Shepard. He didn't think he was going to leave either, so I was pretty confident that he would stay.
0: If you if, Did you have some concerns? I mean, if he was to leave, I'm sure that throws everything uh, up in the air for you. I mean, w- what was kind of your thought process as that week unfolded?
1: I mean, yeah, of course I had some concerns since he played there, uh, he coached there. And then just going back, of course you want to go back uh, to where all your family's at. You know, he got kids and then his grandparents still live in Louisville, so they can be right there all the time. And then it's just 15 minutes away from where he stays at, so – yeah, I thought, personally, I thought he was going to go and stay, and then I thought I'd have to go somewhere
0: else. Now, when I knew you liked Penn State. You had a, had a really good visit there. Is that where you would have ended up, do you think, if if not Purdue?
1: Uh, I really don't know. I mean, I, I was talking to Tennessee at the time, and I think if he would have left, I probably would have took a fish there and then just to see how that played out. I mean, my second option was Tennessee. Mm-hmm.
0: When you look at your situation as you get into your freshman year, I know Dale Moore was a, you know, playing alongside him is a big factor for you. What do you think you can do there freshman year once you get up there?
1: Uh, I mean, of course, they had two good receivers. They graduated with Isaac and uh I forgot the other one's name, but both those guys was pretty good, and that leaves the Z position up for grabs because the people in the position right now, they haven't uh, had experience there yet. So I think if I just do what I do, and do good in a fall camp, I can have an opportunity to play, you know, uh, and then I can get the deep ball, take some
0: pressure off Rondell when he needs it. And we'll jump into basketball here in a minute, but looking back to your your senior season, you you, you had a your best year numbers-wise. You accomplished, you guys won state wire-to-wire, wire, uh, number one all the way through, uh, but you hit some adversity, you know, as the season progressed into the tournament. You had the ankle injury against Center Grove. Uh, you didn't win Mr. Football. Um, things out of your control that happened, you know, late in the year. What, what, for you was was it bittersweet because of those two things, or do you look back and and say we accomplished everything we wanted to as a team?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, my goal was to win Mr. Football. I said that on an interview that we had down at Lucas Oil Stadium before the season start. It was to win Mr. Football Wednesday and then win Indiana Gatorade Player of the Year. So I won two out of three things. But I mean, like you said, it wasn't in my control. Uh, I felt that I gave everything I got and uh, I guess the voters felt otherwise, but uh, no, I wasn't bittersweet. You know, I'm glad we won state because if I would have won Mr. Football and we would have lost state, I would have felt like that. Uh, I disappoint a lot of people because I've been here for four years and when you come in at the football court, you're expected to win the state championship and if I if I didn't win a state championship and win Mr. Football, it would just be like, oh well, just uh, another good athlete that came here that didn't win. And then, uh ankle injury, I was very disappointed when that happened. Uh, I felt personally that if I would have played, we would have won by like two or three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was a hot start for me in the beginning. And then when I went down, uh, a lot of the air got sucked out of the stadium. And, but uh, Ramirez scored a touchdown, and we got a fumble fumble for a touchdown. So we was up big. And then I went in at halftime, and I didn't come out till the end of the third quarter. And then it was a close game, and I'm like, I just brought a few guys to the side. I said, "Man, I brought out this us, so just take it home for us."
0: You, you had a you know a chance to, to try to get back in that game, and you did. Uh, I was kind of watching you as you were on the bike. You went back to the locker room. It was it was kind of like you know, is he going to come back out? And if if he was, probably not going to be a hundred percent. Is that is that the most you've been hurt? Uh, you know, to where it felt like you you had to. At least consider coming out of the game or, or maybe because I know you in the fourth quarter you did have to come back out but is that the worst injury you've had as a high school uh, player
1: oh uh, yeah definitely I mean I had a few nicks and bruises but it never kept me out of the full game uh I mean I had a concussion sophomore year I missed a game but it wasn't a big deal because then just the record season but yeah the ankle sprain is a pretty big deal I went out there uh I tried to go I passed the two out over my head and I knew at that point that I wouldn't be helping my team, I'd be hurting my team, so I just decided to take myself off the field. And I brought some of the young receivers together and said, uh, just whenever the ball gets thrown to you, just catch it like
0: you do in practice. You came back for the state championship game and you are able to at least be out there. Was Was that a – I'm sure I'll, I had people asking me, I was like, I know he's going to play because, you know, he's not going to not suit up for the championship game. But, you know, if you had to judge where, you know, were, were you 50% for that game? Were you anywhere close to, to being uh, – the the old David Bell for that game.
1: Oh uh, no, I was nowhere close. Maybe thirty five, forty percent. <laughs> but I just knew that I had to be out there to even be a decoy. You know, I caught a few passes for a few yards. Uh, uh, I mean, they had just one guy on me because they knew I wasn't one hundred percent healthy. But of course, I had to have a safety over top, so that kind of opened up the box for them here. and I also had some key blocks for him to help him score too.
0: And, and then the postseason, there you know the the Mister Football vote and and. I try to tell people it's all you know. The coaches vote. It's a, it's a uh, it's a ratings board. Not not even the full uh, coaches and you know so so that comes out. Uh, Jack Kaiser wins Mr. Football. You're the Mr. Football oh, uh, position award winner for receiver and runner up for the for the overall. And you know the reaction to that was what I thought it was probably going to be. There was a lot of upset people on the east side. A lot of people supporting you. Uh, a lot of people really all around Central Indiana uh were surprised by that vote uh how, how did you take that i guess or how did you how did you feel about you know the, how the vote came out and then i guess the reaction you know the, and really the support that you had uh, uh you know pe- whether it was you know and unfortunately some of it was against jack and 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 that's you know not not a good thing but you did have a lot of people supporting you and 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 wanting you to win that award and feeling you were deserving of that award
1: i mean i Disappointed, but I kind of knew that it was going to happen. Romero obviously had a better season than I did, and I thought that he would be in there instead of me. So I kind of figured that uh, when they didn't put Romero in, they just put me in and Jack would win it. And I talked to Coach West, and Coach West said the same thing. Uh, He said if me and Romero both got in, that we would split votes, and then Jack would win it. So he kind of opened my eyes to it. So when it was announced, I wasn't really shocked. But just to see all the love they got on Twitter, uh, I mean, it was pretty special. But I really didn't like how they – discredited Jack. I mean, he had a phenomenal four years there. Uh, he won state quite a few times. Uh, he's a heck of a player. <clears throat> I played with him in 7 7 so I know what he's capable of. You know, I had a lot of people texting me like, cool as Jack Carl I'm like, <laughs> he's a dude. I mean, you can't take that away from him. You know, he's going to Notre Dame on a full scholarship uh, and hopefully he does good there.
0: I had a chance to get to know him and his dad a little bit this year, his family uh, going up there, and, and they were very complimentary of you. And his dad even said, you know, David Bell should be Mr. Football. You know, that was earlier in the season. Uh, so so the, I think the respect went back and forth both ways. And you posted something uh, on Twitter, you know, I, and I think that helped diffuse, you know, maybe some of the anger towards Jack and, and, and some of those things that were out there on social media. Um, did you have a ch- have you talked to Jack at all since then, or just has it just been through kind of social media venue uh, avenue?
1: Uh, no, I haven't talked to him since then. But I did see a message that his dad sent to me after I sent the tweet. That's the only time I had communication with uh, him or his family.
0: Ooh, it, and then, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about basketball. You know, you you and I. Uh, some in some regards, I think you're almost more passionate about basketball. Maybe it's because it's your uh, maybe it's not necessarily your future uh, sport, but but. You know, last year's state championship team, I think I had you guys, like, preseason 11th in the Fab 15, which I immediately heard from you about uh, on Twitter. And uh, and sure enough, you know, that was a magical run uh, through the tournament. You guys, you know, 32-0, and 0, it's unbelievable, you know, how many times during the year you guys were in close games and able to win them as that year went on. Again, was there any point where you felt like maybe this is something – you know, this is something special. What was what was it about that team last year that that uh, allowed you guys to win so many close games, do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, even though we had a few transfers come in, all of us have been playing together since we was about first, second grade. You know, because a lot of those kids, like Antoine, he was in Warren Central, and then Joe Russell was in Warren Central too. So and Joe was my cousin, so I had a lot of good chemistry with him. And Dean uh, and Chris had a good chemistry. And then, of course, we had Jesse and Jacoby. But I think the game that I figured that would be – pretty Good in the tournament when the Zionsville game went three or four overtimes, we was down 14 to 2 at one point. Uh, you know, we fought all the way back, you know, we had them with about a minute to go, but then, uh, of course, Isaiah did what he did he hit about <laughs> two or three threes and then uh, burned in the overtime. But I think that game, uh, I was like, Yeah, it's a special group,
0: yeah. And, and, and throughout the tournament, you guys kept doing that. Dean Tate hit some you know, without him, you know, hitting some big shots throughout that tournament, that it could have turned out differently. Uh, but I thought he really stepped up and then so you then you get to the new Albany game. Again you guys are down by ten, you know, early in that fourth quarter. Were you starting to think all right this might this might be the end of the run for us?
1: No, nah, I, I never
0: thought that in the new Albany game.
1: Now in the Ben Davis game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a little scary. Uh, in regionals, the first the new game uh I knew it would be tough to play Ben Davis because we played him twice before. And then the same thing happened in my sophomore year. We played LA, We played him twice, beat him, and then losing the first round. So I'm like, in the back of my mind, like, I can't let this happen. So, you know, we up against Ben Davis. And then uh, I guess something clicked in Aaron's head. And then we started to fall. We kept we couldn't get past the five points. Like every time they score, we score and go back and forth. But there was one moment in the game where uh, Antoine – Dribbles the ball, I guess, hops this, but he drives his pivot foot. And one of the refs called travel, but I guess Coach Barris calls timeout. And then we get another opportunity to um, score. And then Antoine has the taking an overtime. And then uh, Dean Tate gets the ball with about ten seconds left from the right side of the court, sweeps, gets fouled, makes two free throws. And it was a great, great uh, call by Coach James and Ben Davis, what they ran to get Aaron open. Mm-hmm. I mean, but. Luckily I was over there to get the block.
0: <laughs> so, got a got a finger on the yeah, ball. I got a finger. <laughs> <laughs> and I Aaron, uh, I know maybe I should talk to him when he gets back from his freshman year, but he still, you know, questions that uh <laughs> that travel yeah, non travel call. <laughs>
1: what a new almond game, man. I didn't have no doubt. Uh, I mean we was down early and then but I just knew that Romeo, he couldn't he couldn't do it all by himself. Uh, uh Antoine did a good job on Chinese, and then you know, our goal was just try to contain Romeo, but we can't have anyone else um, get over 10. I think we did a pretty good job of doing that. You know, with 10 seconds left, they passed the ball in, and we just kept trapping, and eventually he threw it over. and you know, then uh, we had an opportunity to uh, win the game like we did versus Ben Davis,
0: and we executed. It's going into that environment, and even for the Morristown-Bar uh, Reef game before that, you know, the place is packed, and everyone's all week – you know people are trying to scalp tickets over here it, it's just a crazy you know something i'll never forget is that whole week and then walking in there and kind of gets your hair rising on the back of your neck and that place is packed like that you know before the game even starts is, is that where does that rank on on the environments that you played in as as an athlete uh, that's definitely
1: number one i mean coming in from the, uh, watching the guys that play before us as soon as i walked in like I know. I mean, <laughs> I thought it was exaggeration how many people it was gonna be, but I think when that game ended and we ran out, you just see all red and then you just see a little speckle of black. So I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. Uh, you know, the crowd is talking to us and warm-ups, like, blah blah blah, we're gonna lose. You no, know, we just ignored it. And then uh when the game started, you know, I get the first bucket of the game. You just hear a small cheer, but we have a lot of people, but. We well, brought a whole lot of fans, and then when Romeo's score, it's just like a roar. Mm-hmm. And then just the way that Seymour is uh, seated, everyone's like looking down at you. So mm-hmm. it was just a something I'll never forget. How many people was there?
0: Yeah, and it was a, it was a game where Romeo started real fast, and then you guys kind of took that initial punch, and, and then it was you know you're in the game, and then again they get ahead, so you get the ball that last possession. What's kind of going through your head in that moment? Are you thinking? I'm taking this shot all the way, or how, how, how did that kind of as you? – I'm sure you've replayed that in your mind many times, but what kind of what kind of happened in that moment? Uh, Yeah, before, like,
1: when we called a timeout, he designed the play. He thought the ball was going to be on the sideline, but it ended up being in the deep corner. So the play was supposed to go to Dean, I was supposed to get the ball, and then we set an up screen for Dean, and I passed him, but since the ball was in the corner, I just knew that I had to get it. But initially, Jesse wasn't supposed to be right there to set the pick, but I guess – Kush said that he told me to set the pick, so <laughs> shout out to Kush for uh, <laughs> telling him to set the pick on me, let the pick on Romeo, so I really didn't know what shot I'd do, I mean, but I knew since freshman year, Coach Barr has always gotten us about not using a glass when we shoot, like, little runners or floaters, so that just all that clicked in my mind as soon as I go off my hands.
0: And it was good, and that was the end of the game, and you guys go on, of course, play Carmel, uh, win the state championship, and... Uh, in the, after right after the girls had had won it too, and Warren is a double state champion uh, in basketball, and, and, and you guys are able to finish that undefeated season, you know what? What is that when you think back to that team? What does that team mean to you? That that undefeated run?
1: Uh, it's a brotherhood because we overcame a lot of adversity, but we never gave up on each other. Uh, so many times we could have quit, uh, we could have thrown a towel, but we didn't. You know, every time we looked to the left and to the right of us, we we didn't want to be the guy that let either one of us down. So you know, that's a pretty special group. Uh, we go down as one of the best teams in history. You know, um, the whole Eastside loves us. You know, kind of like celebrities
0: over here, so it's pretty fun. <laughs> now, i uh, ask you about this year briefly, too. You guys are uh, ranked number one again, only one loss on the season. Uh, what was that? You know, you win the county and then come back around and play LC again the next uh, basically a few days because of Monday to Friday. So, what, four days later, uh, L C gets you at home. The second half of that game, you know, they really took control. Uh, and I hadn't seen that happen, obviously, throughout your, your run of of, uh, of 46 consecutive wins. Uh, what, what did that feel like, that loss uh, in the moment?
1: I mean, it was very disappointing. I wasn't upset about the streak ending. I was more upset about my home streak ending because I haven't lost at home since – freshman year sophomore year we undefeated at home junior year we are undefeated at home and then just to lose uh, at home against you know your crosstown rival was pretty disappointing we look up in the stands and you just see all the ones to with their heads down walking out the door uh, very heartbreaking so I just felt that I let them down personally first half I played phenomenal and then second half I kind of went ghost you know I take blame for that <clears throat> but I knew it was going to be a tough game since we played them on Monday we won by two or three I knew that they uh they practice. Their practice is gonna be pretty good, you know. The whole week we didn't practice well. I, I told one of my, I told a sophomore team, I was like, I don't think we're gonna win this game because I think they're more focused than us, and it showed the second
0: half. What did that loss do for you guys? I mean, I, I I remember thinking last year, I was like, well, maybe at some point a loss. I was thinking the Center Grove when you played down there, and they kind of you weren't playing great, and then Joe kind of gave you guys a, a lift. But it's like, well, maybe a loss would help. Did, can I, can you spin it that way? I guess that that. You know, maybe that loss can help you now moving forward. Uh, It did
1: help us, but in the locker room, you know, some guys didn't perform well, including myself, and they kind of felt that it was their fault, but it wasn't their fault. It was a team effort. So I texted a few guys after the game and said, uh, you know, it's not your fault that we lost. It was a team effort. You know, we got Zionsville tomorrow, so we can't lose two in a row, so we're going to have to go out there and play uh, our hardest. And eventually, I mean, the next day we did play pretty good, and ever since then we've been clicking on all cylinders.
0: Well, this team. I, I was joking with Cush uh, you know, earlier in the season. I was like, "Man, you might not even see the court with the with the team you guys got this year." But you know, those. And I was just joking with him. But the, this team, really, you know, with Isaiah Moore coming in and Manuel Brown, those guys have been good additions for you guys. What What is different about this team compared to last year? In, in and not saying negative or positive, but what's what's different about this team? Uh, we're a lot more athletic. With
1: Manny, you know, he can jump. The most athletic person probably in the state of Indiana. So. Uh, the defense isn't there as last year. Last year was a pretty good defensive team, but that's what we thrived on. And this year it's a little slacking, but we're getting back to it. And uh, also last year, you know, we lost real close, but well, we're close this year too. But last year it was more close together. Uh, this year we're pretty good. You know, we hang off off the court too. Uh, you know, we came overcame adversity earlier in this season, uh, one of our players, but I think that brought us together. Uh,
0: you are a guy too, and we'll kind of close it out here. Um, very active on social media on Twitter, yeah. um, you know what? What you know with me too. You answer back to me a lot uh, as you've gone through this in your high school career. But wh- what do people? But you've always struck me as a guy who who gets it. You, you know, you, you get. You know, it's kind of all in good fun. Um, you know, the predictions and all that stuff is, is, is all in good fun. But what is what is different about you? I guess from your social media, from who you are in in uh, everyday life.
1: Uh, I'm more of a laid back person. Uh... I don't really like people in my business and stuff like that, so I tend to walk in always with my headphones in and keep to myself. I mean, if you speak to me, I'm going to speak to you back, but I'm not the type of person to speak to you first. I mean, on Twitter, yeah, I'm energetic. I like to have fun and stuff because that's what I think social media is for. It's not, I mean, I don't think you should be a doll or born on social media. You know, you dare to joke around and have fun, but I know it's it's a line to cross and a line up to cross, and I tend to stay between that line.
0: I remember after the uh, I think it was a Terre Haute South game at the regional last year and I, I said it was going to be a close game and then you pointed up at the scoreboard <laughs> uh, from the bench late in the game and, and reminded me it wasn't that close. I thought that was one, that was a memory I'll have but uh, David Bell always uh, you've always been known as 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 a winner. I mean that's all you've done here at Warren Central. What what do you hope people, you know, remember about you, you know, when you're done and off playing at Purdue next year?
1: Uh, I just hope that they don't just remember me as a remember me as a a sports figure in and nation. I, I want to be remembered as a person who gave back to the community uh, a person that helped the community who also spoke to the kids when they need to be spoken to you know uh, in our middle school there's a lot of stuff that goes on so I try to get back every once in a while I just talk to a few guys you know keep their head on straight keep their head on straight uh I give out my number to whoever needs it so I can be a lending hand uh you know, a lot of those guys go through the same situation that I was going through when I was in middle school, so I just try to get feedback, uh, positive feedback,
0: about how to handle it. Well, and, and kind of lastly here, what, where, what do you hope to be doing, you know, beyond uh, Purdue and, and, you know, out in the real world? Uh, well,
1: my major is personal finance and counseling, and I'm minor in entrepreneurship, so hopefully I can uh, own my own business and hopefully do people's taxes. NFL, is that is
0: that yeah, the NFL goal? NFL is the number one goal.
1: So I plan on graduating in three and a half years so I can, uh, my senior year I can work on the NFL draft. Awesome.
0: Well, thanks so much, Dave. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, and talking yeah. with us. All right, no problem. Thanks, guys. thanks, Thanks, David.